Hello everybody and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Going Racing Podcast here on the channel. We have a bit of a controversial NASCAR weekend to dissect here today from the Charlotte Roval where we saw uh, some interesting things happen that we will talk about uh, very soon actually now as uh, we also had some Formula One in Turkey to talk about but I am joined as usual by uh, Jay as well as Matt but we are also joined by Connor this week he popped in a little bit last week so how are you guys doing we'll start with Jay how you doing this week doing really good uh prepared to do some ranting tonight about several different topics uh but yeah i'm, I'm doing really good matt how about yourself how are you feeling tonight ready to rip something apart uh, all right we're, we're gonna have a hostile yeah, night oh yeah oh yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be a great night i'm not quite like I don't think I'm as mad or, or have as much to say as Karma does. Karma, I think this is the most I've heard him want to talk about something in a long time. I, I think if you would have uh, put us during that, like right at the end of that race, we would have all had very like interesting things to say. But um, we as well have Connor. Like I said, Connor, how are you doing? I'm ready to lose my mind and have a drink already. <laughs> there you have it. We're all ready to go for this one. We're going to start things off lighthearted. Okay, we had uh, the E-NASCAR Coca-Cola iRacing Series Championship 4 race last night. Uh, we were recording Wednesday night. It was Tuesday night, and it was at Texas Motor Speedway. If you remember, back in what February when we had like just started this podcast and we were talking about the schedule for that series, we were like, Texas as the finale is the worst idea possible. We were proven exactly right last night. Um championship race was god awful oh. were you watching it matt i know jay and i were watching it together oh, oh i watched it oh i watched it all right Both you? okay uh, all right here's a summary of the race whoever thought it was a good idea to put it out of texas should be fired yep um <laughs> they couldn't pass unless you're a logan clampett Unless you were Logan Clampett, and you know it helped that he had his roommate helping him as well. Um, and then once he got to Keegan Leahy, who had dominated the last bit of that race, yeah. he just couldn't pass him. Tired for um, shot too, because he was kind of loose no, after he got no, up there. Kinda. They definitely were not shot. I'll tell you what was. If those roles were reversed, Clampett was gone. A hundred percent. I you saw I knew exactly what was gonna happen because you remember before the final pit stop, Clampett got stuck behind Wilson, right? He yep. couldn't go nowhere. It was like it was like three car lengths was the closest he got to him. Yeah, I knew that was closest Clampett was ever gonna get. As soon as he got there, he was just he hit a wall and he couldn't do anything it, the rest of the race. And me and Gary do eye racing. Okay. Oh, uh, speaking of that, Matt. I did a next gen right. race at Texas. Oh no. Oh jeez. And I was I was like, man, if this is God accurate to what we have next oh, year, man. Lord help it's us. Not... It was actually it was I figured it was gonna be like an element of pack racing, but it was just straight up pack racing. Yeah. It was if you're in the draft, you're fine. <laughs> I was just like, what the heck's going on here? I mean that's probably why I was competitive for once. But uh, it was terrible. <laughs> Couldn't stand it. And then on the last lap, oh, as expected, a block 
ended up deciding who won and who got crashed for the win and stuff. I was like, oh, God, that's how it's going to be next year, I think. So that was fun. Uh, was it? No. <laughs> but with the current Gen 6 that iRacing uses for the Coca-Cola series, obviously <sighs> completely different scenario. They could not pass to save their life. Um, and Keegan Leahy ended up winning the championship. So a Canadian wins. Very cool. Um, from Halifax, Nova Scotia, Leahy is. I think I was surprised to hear how old he was. I think he's 27, they said. Yeah. I mean, um, Alfala's 29. Yeah, he's an old, he's the boomer. Speaking of Ray Alfala, <laughs> see what he tweeted this morning? No. It's just him in a race suit. Oh, like, the video. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, just, what the heck is that supposed to be about? I have no cool idea. Some re yeah, some real racing kind of thing, I would assume. Um, yeah, so Coca-Cola's done for the year. It'll be back next year. They as well have the off-season thing where the guys from the bottom 20 go down to the Contender Series. And, and the then top the 20 from Roto Pro. Including Winval. Is one of them. Including Winval goes into the oh, Contender in Series. It? Yeah. Ooh, I, did, I, I, I haven't followed it, so... Um, and then you realize next year is gonna be on the next gen car, and you're just like, "Oh okay. lord, yeah." Oh, oh, I hope so. Okay. We can only hope for the best. But I can um, only hope it's not a is an understatement. Overall, I felt like the season was good. I enjoyed most of the races, and it ended on uh, two complete. It ended. Of big, uh, <laughs> it was uh, the last two races of the year were the worst two races of the year. Um, an unfortunate yeah. ending. So many sleeping races at the very end. I'm disappointed. Hopefully next year they get the plate package way better, and then they don't go to Texas to end it, but then it'll just be a pack race anyways at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess we are going to move into uh, some racing. On the real or, track. Or do you want to talk? Uh, oh. We'll talk about game stuff later. I might as well. Yeah, we'll have we'll talk about NASCAR Twenty One. By the way, in this uh, podcast, no, uh, I'm uh, I'm typing in Discord. Um, oh F One, yeah, they added Imola. We'll talk oh. about that later as well. We'll talk about NASCAR Twenty One and F One Twenty Twenty One after we talk about our race weekend that we had. So we had there wasn't no truck race. I don't think this weekend. But we did have Xfinity Series at the Charlotte Roval. Don't remember a whole lot about it. I was playing Battlefield, so... Yeah, the beta? Uh, yeah. I've been playing COD at the time. I was trying to play the beta, kinda... and it wouldn't let me play it. Oh. Because it was, like, getting stuck at the menu. Oh, you have to disconnect your headset. If you're wireless... Yeah. It's... If you have Holy a wireless shit. headset, you had to disconnect your headset. To what play. kind of bug is that? What the heck? I don't know. Why did no one I, tell me this I before? Literally had, I literally had to turn my headset off. Oh my when god. I had the first problem. If you're on what the regular the Xbox, world you have kind to of... disconnect it, and then you can play. You can't play with it on. It'll just go back to your controller. has been disconnected. Amazing. All right. Wait, so uh, wait how, how are you supposed to play it then if you don't have a headset? up on your TV and have fun. <laughs> oh, Lord. Wait, so wow. if you turn it back on, even after you get past the main menu, you still couldn't play? What the? Huh. 
Triple A Studio, by the way. I tried it when I was trying to get on. Triple A Studio, by the way. Alright. Yeah. You can't even crossplay with all of the other, like, Xbox people. Like, if the new Xbox series, can't play with them. Yeah, it's because of the map size. Yep. Yep. Right. Um, okay. We had some Xfinity racing this weekend where yeah. we saw AJ Allmendinger win. Yep. Um, I don't remember, like I said, a whole lot about this race. I remember, like, right at the end, there was like four cars going at it from like second to fifth. Um, and then, like, oh, there was some ca a caution came out right at the end. That's right. And then I don't remember what the caution was for. 44. 44. Rish. Mm. Well, either way, as you can expect, in overtime at the Charlotte Ruffalo, it does get a little bit hectic. Ty Gibbs was, like, hitting everybody, it felt like. Even hit his Toyota teammate. <laughs> yeah, he hit, what, Burton at the end of stage two, I think it was? I think so. He got tired of him, apparently. Yeah, and Burton ended up still beating him at stage yeah. two, anyways. Um... And if I was then, Harrison, I would have gone after him. I would have cleaned him out. You can't because JGR, you know. Yeah, but he is leaving. Team. Yeah. But, um, AJ Allmendinger held on through overtime. Still managed to win the race. There was, like, I think six or seven cars, it felt like, crashing on the final chicane. Including Brandon Brown, who was in reverse. And he was, like... Swerving all over the place in reverse, <laughs> crossing the line. And I was like, that was the best part of the race right there, was him just all over the road, reversing across the line, I felt like. Um, I defend my position every time. But not a whole lot to talk about in Xfinity. And I feel like we forget most of it because the cup race on Sunday was just so insane. There was a lot of chaos. And I think that's what we transition into now. A lot of bad moves by NASCAR. So, mm. who all here watched the Roval on Sunday? I'm raising my uh, hand already. Yeah. yeah. Woo. Um, overall, this chocolate in my hand smells like coffee. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, the Charlotte Roval race Sunday, cup race, it was interesting. And we are, we all have, I think, very similar and passionate opinions on some moments later in this race that we will get to, of course, momentarily. But we're going to, of course, look at stage one. There were some interesting strategies going on that we saw with, like, guys trying to pit, like, before the stage ended so then they wouldn't have to pit at the end of the stage. And then they could be up front. So, like, Kyle Larson gave up stage points. Chase Elliott ended up winning the stage in uh, stage one. Almendinger got second. They had a nice last lap scrap. Harvick got one stage point. So, and keep in mind, uh, Harvick came into the race the first one out, I think, is what, nine points out? Yeah. And then Byron, Bell, Bowman pretty much all had to win. Yeah. So... Elliott wins stage one, helps him in points, because he was, like, right down towards the bottom. He was, like, 12 points to the good or something like that. And nine. Nine, that's it. Yeah. Somewhere, yeah. And then he scored nine more points on Kevin Harvick in stage one. And him and Kevin Harvick 
you know, we'll talk about them in a couple more minutes as well, by the way. So, stage two was kind of where the drama, I think, started to pick up a little bit. Yep. Absolutely. Kyle Busch, by the way. I completely forgot. He won stage two, which is surprising. But I think that was just all with the strategy going on. But... Yeah. You're out front, you like catching them. Alex Bowman started to have some, what, I think it was alternator issues or something he was complaining about. Yeah. Well, it started with Early Bowman. the same stage, they had the problems. And they came to Larson. Apparently Larson had a belt problem. Bowman was an alternator. I remember I tweeted yeah, Sunday morning. I said Kyle Larson eliminated today. And then they had that problem. I was like, oh my god. Like, I'm going to be right. But I was wrong, unfortunately, there. Um, they got it fixed in, what, two pit stops, pretty much. Yep. And so it was a little bit of a hiccup for the five team. Looked like they could have been in big trouble for a few moments. Bowman, of course, similar, similar issue. He was already in a must-win, so he was screwed over. And he didn't have a car that was capable of really winning on Sunday. So he ended up not winning. Larson... Recovered to sixth place in the stage. Well, I know he stayed out while a bunch of other drivers were pitting and stuff with the weird strategy thing. So he was able to get a nice points buffer. They were making a big deal at the time. They're like, oh, Larson, he's like, he's 33rd and he's like 10 points below the cut line. Is he going to make it? I'm like, are you kidding? Are you kidding me? <laughs> he's going to yeah, get into the top 10 to be to 20 points to the good again. He literally needs to crash. If he crashes... Everything's going to be broken loose, and people on Twitter are going to lose their minds. <laughs> I was hoping it. Yeah, I was hoping it was going to happen simply because I wanted the anti-playoff Twitter people to just go insane, you know? But unfortunately, uh, they didn't go insane. Although they were still, like, when that was happening, Twitter was still popping off, like, ripping the playoff system and stuff. I What was his name? Graham Rahal? Like, he even tweeted about it. The IndyCar guy. Um, mm. But yeah, that was the, the drama in stage two. That was nothing compared to the third and final stage of the Charlotte Roval. So first of all, I just want to say Charlotte Roval as an elimination race. Beautiful. Absolutely glorious. Love it. And it certainly lived up to the hype here. So... I, was it even a? Did they even complete a whole lap in stage three before it kicked off? Two, two, yeah, two. So coming through the um, corner just before seven. you head on to the oval, six and seven. Six and seven. Uh, and well, first eight, of all, eight, eight gets you on the oval. If you're just watching the broadcast, all of a sudden you see Chase Elliott spinning Destroy. in the grass it's with the forty-one. <laughs> I was in the kitchen at the time coming out. I was walking through the kitchen into the living room. My dad was like, oh, the nine crash. And I'm like, what? And then I come out running. And I'm like, he's junked in the infield. I'm like, he's out. He's done. He was not done. Um, I didn't know what and happened. And then you saw the replay. Yes. Yeah. You see the replay. And I immediately am like, is that the four behind him? And then it oh, was no. the four behind Chase Harvick junked him. He <laughs> 
he wanted payback for some reason. Even though... I, I think the payback was fully justified. I guess so. But at the same time, I thought they were both complete morons about the whole situation. Yeah. All right. But you that's what, what made it awesome. Know, you, you want to know what I think about this this part? Frankly, it doesn't matter what we think. All we we knew how mad Harvick was. Oh, and yeah. You know when Harvick's mad? He still is. It, that's yeah. He still is. That's the best part. <laughs> I'm still um, waiting for Martinsville. <laughs> but the the thing is, is like it doesn't matter what we think. It only matters what Harvick thinks and how he feels. And he feels he was very wrong, wrongly done. And um, he took care of it. I, you, everyone should have saw it coming. It was blatantly obvious it was going to happen. Harvick, said, is, Harvick is not a guy you screw around with. I literally said after the Bristol race. Watch out for the Roval. Harvick might take Chase out at that point. And look what happened. Well, I, I didn't think it was going to happen because I was like, Harvick's not even going to have a chance to get to the 9 after the Roval. But I knew as soon as he got to him, it was like, okay. And I was surprised at the end of stage two, Elliot passed him in turn one, and Harvick gave him a bump. And I was like, man, I wonder if he was trying to actually hook him into the turn one wall right Yeah, I, I noticed that. And I was, was like, that that looked like Sus. he was kind of spinning it a little bit. Yeah. Sus. Sauce. Which would have been maybe way smarter to turn his front end into the wall, but um, I mean, it's a tire you know the more the moral of the story is is when you're gonna take someone out, make sure you actually take them out. Yeah, so he he did the first part of the job. He just didn't fully complete it enough. He junked the. I mean, back part I mean, when he saw it, when he saw it, he probably thought he did a good enough job. Oh well, I think we all thought he did the job. <laughs> yeah. Chase tried to get a payback on him and dump him. He missed and, and cleaned out Harvard's yeah. teammate. Yeah. That was hilarious. That's true. Just, and the then wrong guy. they cut to the onboard, and you just hear Harvick just throttle up into the back of the nine in the corner. It on him. In, in a moment where you don't need to be hitting that throttle. And I'm like, oh, yeah. there might be a chance that was on purpose. Might be a chance. Slight chance. There's a, there's a slight possibility. <laughs> a slight possibility that he might have took him out on purpose, you think? This po- it, it, there is a slim chance, I think. Um, yeah, I, I would agree. There's a, about five percent chance, I would say, right? Just a little bit. Ten percent chance he might have done that <laughs> on purpose here. Now, if I was Kevin Harvick, I would have waited another fr- while. Like, yeah. I mean, that's probably his only chance. Yeah, it could have been, but you never know. It could have still gotten crazy, and it could have got another shot. That definitely wasn't broke. I didn't see anything on the rear end broke, except for the. Quarter panels and stuff. The body, I mean. Oh, the only thing broke on the car. There was nothing underneath that. And was they broke. came in and I mean fixed it in a decent amount of time. Yeah. And he was still a top ten car with speed. So clearly uh, Harvick no. didn't do good enough of a job. Um, no, he was twenty seventh top speed. Is all he had. Now they race. they said he had top ten speed in the car. The lap yeah, times was, were so I was top watching lap times. Yeah, but once the long run got in, he was going yeah. to the 27th, and well, that was yeah, it. But... On, he had fresh tires. The only thing you can get is fresh tires, and if you can catch him. He couldn't catch him in time. Well, I think now it's time to get passionate. So, surprisingly, after this happens, Elliot, of course, he's way behind because he was trying to catch up after pitting. He was nowhere near anybody. He's out 
Yeah, he's out by 11, 12, 13 points here and there. It's going back and forth right Byron's in that area. Leading. Byron is leading this race in a must-win situation. And the funniest Byron's... thing at this point, the funniest thing at this point was that Chase and Harvick were both out. <laughs> yeah, that was great. I was like, that'd be Brad hilarious if they both go out here. Um, but Byron was doing a great job commanding the race. And oh, yeah. um, so it surprisingly goes green. And we're like, if it stays green, Elliot's not making it unless the 24 yeah. loses. And even then, Harvick's going to beat Elliot in for the final spot. At the way it was looking at the time. Of yeah. course, Harvick could have still lost spots or Elliott still could have found a way to gain spots and whatnot. Um, I don't think... I do not think Chase had a shot. No. He had a I shot if thing. Byron didn't win. Yeah. I was I like, I was paying close attention to his laps, the lap times. If Byron would... If it went green all the way and Byron didn't win, he could have made it. He had the pace to do it. But I think if it did go green all the way, though, Byron still would have won that. I think it. I think he Byron wins too. Oh yeah, because Reddick could kind of get there, and then you'd start to lose as the run was going yeah. on. But you never know. Um, Anything could happen. You never know. Oh, we will. Whoa. Yeah. Um, so they did their. They did the set of pit stops. Byron was still able to be out in front, and then all of a sudden we notice a little bit. We're getting. We're getting somewhat late into this race. Still a good chunk of racing to go, but um, the nine car's rear bumper is hanging off the car, yeah. and you, you see it progressively. You see it progressively <laughs> coming off to the point that it just it's hanging completely off the car. It's dragging it's like, on the track. Yes, and is hanging off basically the left quarter panel, and you're seeing the nine. In my opinion, what Jay mentioned as well, blatantly. Hit, abusing the crap out of the curbs, trying to get that bumper to come off. Yeah. Which, and no no fault to him. I mean, he's doing what he has to do to get a caution. But here's where everybody, I'm going to give everyone their period of time to give their thoughts on how this whole situation was handled. I'll just start it off. First of all, what happened was NASCAR allowed the nine car to remain on the track with this bumper that is just a matter of time till it falls on the track and creates a caution. It was going to happen. There was no question about it. It always happens when it's in the situation. And instead of NASCAR telling the nine car to come into the pits to fix this hazard that they have created, they voluntarily let the nine car stay out and eventually bring out a caution. So basically, they allowed the nine car to alter the playoff situation by giving themselves a caution to get themselves back into the playoffs is interesting. My opinion is just like, I know Matt's going to, I think going to be the most passionate one here about it. He's amped up, ready to go. He's fired up. Um, I think it's embarrassing from a NASCAR standpoint. I don't think the nine team did a single thing wrong because they're doing what they have to be doing. But NASCAR has in the past black flagged other cars in that situation, um, Matt brought up the 18 of Kyle Busch earlier from a few years ago with his bumper hanging off in the same way, but it happened under caution, but he still had to actually come and get that fixed at Bristol. Um, and we've seen the 37, I, I think it was, at the Roval I, with the sign hanging off the same kind of way the bumper was. Like, I don't remember 
the exact times that these this has happened, but I've no like I I'm not I'm very confident every time it's happened the car gets black flood. Yes, they're told to come and fix it every time I've seen yeah. it happen that I remember of. They were told yeah. immediately come and fix that right now. Like mm-hmm. you, NASCAR doesn't want that crap on the track to bring out a caution. They did apparently Sunday. Um, so they just let him go and do it, and I just. Couldn't believe it, and I knew it was coming. After they let him go for two or three oh, laps, I'm like, they're gonna I, yeah, let it run I knew through. Exactly. Yeah. And I yeah. was just like, I knew. Like, yeah, NASCAR aggravates me so much when they just blatantly themselves uh, rig. They rig the playoffs. You could, yeah, yeah, yeah. You said you said the word. NASCAR the rigged word. the 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 final elimination race of the round of 12 uh to get what they wanted drama and the nine the most popular driver in nascar to give him a chance to continue in the playoffs it's exactly what it was <laughs> and there's a they were, they were thing. too scared is there a, a you know like favoritism towards the nine i think it's i i don't i, I don't want to get into it but We've seen okay, other well, drivers we're, we're about, we're black flag. We've seen other drivers black flag for the there. exact oh, same later. situation. <laughs> so, my opinion is it's embarrassing, and NASCAR intentionally rigged their own elimination race to continue to let the most popular driver in NASCAR continue in the playoffs. I'm going to go and hand it to the one that probably wants to really go at this topic the most, Matt. Take it away. What's play. what's your opinion on throw. on how NASCAR handled this whole thing? Uh it's I need to keep my words smart. Just try not to like swear too much. It was blatant rigging. NASCAR knew exactly what they were doing. They knew exactly what they were doing. Right? 100%. They had full intentions, even though this has been black flagged many times before. They saw who what driver it was. They saw what team it was. They saw it was Chase Elliott. They saw it was Hendrick. They knew it would fly off. They, they knew it mostly it would, a very high percent chance it would land on the track. And they knew what situation Chase was in. They 100%, in my opinion, knew, wanted the caution to come out. And not black flag the nine because he's the most popular driver in NASCAR, and even even supporting that NASCAR bias later in this race shows even more of it with Byron. It's like Hendrick plays by with the stop and go. Rules. Yes. Oh, he never stopped. Seen... He never stopped. He never. No. Byron <laughs> never stopped. It doesn't matter if he got hit in the chicane. We've seen every time at the Roval. If you go through the chicane, you must stop. We've seen when Pete drivers. Do what Byron did, basically. Get black flag. Newman, it's happened to Newman. I in like 2018, I believe, was the year. Yeah, I think so. But since guess what? Since they're Hendrick drivers and they're popular because you're a Hendrick driver, you get free passes and you get and the rules go in your favor. That car just looks the other way and just lets them do their thing. If that was any other team, black, black flag. flag. If that was a Joe Gibbs driver, black flag. Penske, black flag. Stewart House, black flag. I don't care what the situation was that Chase was in that situation. 
I really don't care that Harvick wrecked him on purpose. The fact is, is that his bumper was hanging off and he should have been black flagged. But NASCAR 100% basically, they didn't play, like, they didn't rig the race from, like, you know, the instance it happened. They threw a caution to help Chase Elliott, essentially, right? Because you can't truly rig a race entirely, but it basically feels like rigging is the correct word. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. And, uh um,. Comments later, you know what? Hey, maybe uh, Chasey, maybe you should send a uh, Christmas card to NASCAR. Yeah, <laughs> and a Christmas shirt. I like Thanks that. NASCAR. <laughs> because you want to know something? If he gets black flag, he's a lap down. At yeah. playoffs over. Yeah. Um. And yeah, and then yeah, and there's the Byron thing that we're gonna get into later. But probably, yeah, we'll get right? into that too, of course. Um, showing more bias towards Hendrick. Yeah. And you but, that's just blatant. Oh, that was that was yeah. I was questioning Awful. right away because I when it happened live, I was like, oh, he didn't stop. He's gonna have to go you know, do a do a pass through, and then they were and like, then you oh no, they give him a pass. I'm like, what? Oh, oh, what? You he didn't know? He drove, he drove, he drove, he drives, he drives for Hendrick Motorsports. I guarantee if it was a 48, he would have been penalized. Absolutely. Hey, Bowman's like the only one that's not like. Favorite, oh, the the like, angel list. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay, by the way, before we oh, before we let Jay and Connor give their opinion, just want to mention as well, real quick. Um, people were saying on Twitter and stuff, you know, like, well, the, the bumper, the rear bumper, isn't required to be on at the road course. That's not that, the that point. Has nothing no. to do with what was happening in the situation. It was about the nine car in a hazard dragging off his car. That NASCAR has in the past black flagged other drivers for it could have hit another car. And fix it. it could have ruined someone else's race. Could have gave anybody a flat tire at that point. Easily, a hundred percent. But yeah, um, Jay, what's your opinion on it? I mean, pretty much the same thing that's already been stated. Uh, just definitely blatant rigging for lack of a better term uh and the really interesting thing about nascar compared to other sports you know people always talk or complain about referees in other sports uh umpires in baseball all that kind of stuff the interesting thing with nascar is nascar literally controls how the sport goes and what can happen in the race they they can rig it if they want to and control how they want to do it and we obviously saw that on Sunday. They wanted Chase Elliott to continue in the playoffs. So what did they do? They found a loophole to where they could just let him continue to drive around until they got the caution that they wanted to call. Obviously, they can't just call a caution for no reason. So they found their reasoning to call a caution, and it, it saved Chase Elliott's season. And that's that is Chase Elliott fan or not, that is not okay because it's supposed to to naturally play out and then also like – be something exciting and, and potentially have a chance of somebody else getting into the round of eight uh, who's not Chase Elliott and just not constantly seeing Chase Elliott always uh, in the championship hunt. And we had, we had a chance to see that this time around. He was, he was in a, he was in a bad situation and NASCAR handed it back to him. Uh, and it's just really incredibly stupid 
Uh, I get the the situation that happened with Chase to put him there in the first place is also really stupid, but that was a natural race occurring incident that another driver created. It wasn't pretty much blatant rigging by the officials. It it's just ridiculous. It, it it's incredibly ridiculous that that this happened. Um, I I mean, so far we all agree. And before we go to you, Connor. I just want to uh, point out this kind of pumped into my head is NASCAR has a history of doing stuff like this as well. I think back to you compare 15 auto club is one. No, of the not worst. well, that's, uh, that's, that's, that's one of the one. worst. Je- I'm thinking here, you compared two of the exact same situations, Jeff Gordon, 2012, as a Jeff Gordon fan, I will openly uh, say he should have been suspended, but he did to Clint Boyer at Phoenix. So he, went laps down, intentionally waited on Clint Boyer, who was still mathematically in the championship hunt with two races left, and cleaned him out, ended his day. And Boyer was, was like taken out of... like three laps to go, too. Yes. The thank it was six. Six or seven. But he like, took Boyer... The end of the race. He took Boyer out of a chance to win the championship, and he was not suspended. He got to go into Homestead, Miami, and win that race which was great, by the way. Enjoyed that. Watched that. Um, But then Matt Kenseth in 2015 does the exact same thing as Jeff Gordon. He goes multiple laps down, waits on the 22 of Joey Logano, who is the dominant driver of the playoffs, clear championship favorite, cleans him out, ends his day, takes him out of the playoffs, just like Jeff Gordon took Clint Boyer out of the championship point in 2012. two races. Yes. I thought, was it two? I thought it was one. Yeah, it's two. Two. So he's suspended yeah. for two weeks. Jeff Gordon barely got anything. He might. Hey, have, I hey, think but he you want to know something? You want to know something? You you always hear. You know, people are still still talking about the Kenseth thing, and you know, still a lot of like, oh, Kenseth's the worst guy ever for doing that. You hear, you hear anything about the 2012 Gordon incident? No. And it's all a popularity exactly. thing. Jeff Gordon, the most popular NASCAR driver, other than Dale Jr. at the time. They're not going to suspend him. Matt Kenseth, you know, not considered to be the most popular guy out there. They're not going to have a problem with dropping big penalties on a guy like him. It's no different than what with what happened to Chase Elliott. They're going to screw over the big um, or the, the face of your sport. Driver. Yeah, like you're not going to do that. It, it's a favoritism thing. It's they were, but, but they weren't screwing. Thing. The thing is that they weren't screwing over Chase Elliott. It's the funniest thing. They would just let the race naturally play out. That that's what would have happened, but they didn't want it to actually play out. Yeah, and, and that was the thing. situation that they couldn't and, handle. You know, I'm mixed on the playoff format, and this is a thing of. Here's a reason why the playoffs format quotation mark sucks. Because now, because of what the format is, NASCAR has the ability to manipulate things like this. It's manufactured drama. And they could manipulate in the ten race format too. Still, anyway, the ten race chase. I mean, wait, but here's the thing: when it's three round, three race rounds, anything that happens is magnified. Everything is all a lot more there. than a ten race format, right? Yeah, yeah. The fact is, is this entire thing was manufactured. We can all agree on to... that. <laughs> um, 
it's what NASCAR wants. Connor, we haven't gotten your opinion yet. What 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 did you uh, you think of that whole ordeal? Well, they both said it for me. It was it was pretty bad on NASCAR's side to do that. You could have black flagged them like instantly right when that happened, but nope. NASCAR just looks the other way and just lets him do his thing. Then caution comes out immediately after it flies off. I was pretty heated when that happened. Um, also, I just want to throw in one more thing. Have you heard? Have you heard anything about these two incidents, the Chase Elliott thing and the Byron thing, this week no. after the after the day of the race? Oh. Anything? Oh. It's crazy. Uh. It, 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 it's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> that car keeps looking the other way for these Hendrick cars. Yeah, I mean, obviously, we were talking about the Byron thing. We haven't said what happened with that yet. Um, I haven't got there yet. <laughs> we'll transition into that. So at the end of the at the end of the day, our common our consensus here is NASCAR manipulated the outcome of the whole elimination of this round of twelve by intentionally waiting for the nine cars bumper to come off instead of doing what you have done in the past and penalize or not penalize but make the drivers come in and fix their cars when their bumper's hanging off. So, it's unfortunate. Nothing we can do about it. We can just give our opinions at the end of the day, and NASCAR has, of course, the last call. So, um, we obviously had some restarts. Was it, was it the first restart after that Byron had this happen? Yeah. I think it was I believe so, because that's yeah. when uh, Reddick, yes, 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 yes. Larson bumped him when he was side by side with Larson going into the chicane. And he missed Byron, the chicane, obviously. He got shoved into the chicane is what he did. Which is fascinating. Um, I don't think, personally, in Byron's situation, Anybody else that gets shoved into the chicane should have to stop and go. But it is the rule. They have to stop. Yeah. I it think they matter. should it have does, to the rule is... just kind of, they can roll through it is what I think they should be able to do. But they cannot, they, they have to get back into their place of where they were. But the rule is, you must stop. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it, it doesn't, doesn't matter, matter how, how you got there. If someone pushed you into there or you did it yourself, you that, must stop and go. It doesn't matter. You have to stop and go at that point. He 24. Does, does a slow Never roll. stops. Does a slow roll, and then he gets back going. NASCAR gives him the green flag to keep going. I mean, another oh, one, I'm it's, just it's like, so what are we doing? It's so blatant. I, I didn't know how to react to that one either, because uh, you, you noticed that live, it was blatant. I was like, he didn't stop. Yeah. Oh. Like, he was going slow, but, but that's, that's not the rule. car just keep rolling on that shot. Yeah, the tires never going. stopped. It was so blatant that he never stopped. And it's, NASCAR oh. let him go. Oh, he drives a hundred car. Oh, oh. Oh, okay. You, you want to know, why, you, you wanna know what, like this is? Jake, Jake, I know for a fact Jake can relate to this. It's like when the, the jokes of when the NFL referees get the paycheck. Oh. <laughs> right? It's yes. like, oh, oh, the Hendrick check just came through, guys. Okay, I'll let him go. <clears throat> Look the other way. I'll Maybe Jay doesn't see. know what you're talking about. Um, oh, no, I just didn't really have much input to put into that. Just, <laughs> yeah. I mean, other, just like... other than I agree. Um, I mean, it's, you know, I, I, yeah. 
He, he 100% did not stop. It was extremely obvious. I thought I saw him not stop in the moment. And then they showed the replay, and I you know, definitely knew he didn't stop then. I don't know how NASCAR doesn't see that. Oh, well, um, they saw it. <laughs> yeah. No doubt. Oh, yeah, yeah. I yeah. Sorry, I don't know how NASCAR doesn't... doesn't playoff them. drama, baby! I think if the oh, if the man. if the situation with the nine didn't indicate enough that they were just trying to get as much drama as they could out of it, that one right there, the twenty four, is just like, oh yeah, they're just they're throwing all the rules out the window at this point. They they want as much chaos as they can get today, and they got it. Um, wasn't long mm-hmm. after, um, the the nine of Chase Elliott got within uh, three to four car lengths of the four of Kevin Harvick. Out of the final chicane, and I was like, "Oh, what's going like, to happen?" This I was like, "This is a lot earlier than I expected him to get to that Ford car," and I was like, "He's going to get close in turn one, and you know what? Maybe down in the infield will clean him out." Which, by the way, before we say anything much further, Elliot and the team had discussed on the radio that they were going to intentionally wreck the Ford car. So if he would have taken him out, literally. Hey, isn't that generally a no-no in NASCAR now? Yes. Yeah. But that would have been over the radio saying you're intentionally taking someone out and altering the playoffs. That they would have parked him. Yeah, but I would guess, have expected. guess what? No, they wouldn't have parked him. Chase Elliott. It's a Hendrick car. Uh, I, I don't think they would have been able to get away with that one, though. When a guy blatantly think, admits he's going to go take someone out and affect the playoffs, I don't, I don't think no matter who it is, you can allow them to get away with that. Then you realize it's NASCAR. I I think they would have penalized him for that, but we'll never we know. never found out because because we we got the glory the the one of the silliest moments in NASCAR moments He's after Kevin Harvick's spotter says the nine cars in line with you. Well, Kevin Harvick forgot where turn one was for like a little bit too long, and then once he realized where it was, he was like, "Oh God, I can't stop." And just and then behold meow, the photo. locks up the brakes, slides head on into the concrete barrier, <laughs> destroys just the car, kills the car. He's done out of the playoffs. Chase Elliott even locked up in that corner. I think he was aiming for him. Yeah, that's the same thing I said. Uh, I thought the same was. thing. If Harvick braked on time, I think he was getting cleaned out anyways. Oh, he was gonna dump his. I was really hoping they were going to wreck together. Turn one, but I think Chase was gunning for him and and would have gotten him a couple corners later. It'd have been even more funny if he hit him at the same spot that he hit Chase. That would have been funny. That would have made it better. (laughs) That would have been ironic. I was like I said, I was hoping they were going to somehow just put both of each other in the barrier and end their own days. Yeah. Because I was like, that would look good on both of them for acting like complete idiots over the last couple of weeks. To get them both Super eliminated. Truex had the best show out of everybody to see that. Yeah. <laughs> like, look at them. They're off the... But yeah, the four... Have you, have you listened to Radioactive yet? Yeah, oh, yeah Blaney was happy oh. that the four crashed. I was just like, shut up, Brian. It seems... It actually seems like... Out of all that... <laughs> Magano's was pretty funny. That was pretty sure. funny. He was like, I guess they're even... <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even touch them either. Um, Does Kevin think uh, they're even, though? No. Like, no uh, Judging by his posterous comments, no. Nah, nah. I'm still waiting. All for I'm Martinsville. saying, Martinsville. <laughs> if that nine car, I don't think Elliot's gonna win the next two weeks. 
Um, so it goes into Martinsville. I don't know. It'll be interesting. I don't think Chase Elliott's winning a race in this round. I'll say that. But I think it'll be good in Martinsville. But that four car doesn't have to be good to get to the nine. So. <laughs> Give it 60 laps. Yeah, just all he has to do is go slow. Night Kenseth have proved that. Martinsville is an iconic place for Kevin Harvick. He hasn't been the same since last year there. If he never wins the race again, I'm putting it putting it on Martinsville. That was the downfall. Um, His demise. But, yeah, Harvick was out of the race. Elliott now at this point is fine. So He's going to get in. We can only hope. Um, but, yeah, Harvick out. Elliott's in. The playoff picture is not going to change after William Byron lost the lead unless something insane happens. And, and he had another caution. I know that. No, the Harvick was the last one. That was oh, that, that was the caution. <laughs> and that set up for Larson and Hamlin on the front row. I'm like, how the heck, after all this crap, Larson's all of a sudden, uh, you know, about to win the thing again. You, you, you want you want, you want to uh, uh, basically explain this race in a nutshell? This is um, like a crazy sports season, right? And then, but somehow it still ends up with uh, Tom Brady winning the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> silly season, man. Silly season. Continue. And then, and then Tom Brady still wins regardless. Um, I said winning this race was a killjoy, to be honest. Right. <laughs> I don't know. It kind of summed up the season. You know, if you have a crazy race, Larson's still going to win. Um, yeah, and Larson took the lead on the last restart over Hamlin, and then in, over the next two laps, everybody that could get their hands on Denny Hamlin just abused him. Uh, they were yeah, running Larson, into the side of him, Larson, running into the back of him. Larson, Larson drove Hamlin right off the track. <laughs> yeah, and then everybody was like, heck, if he can do it, I can do it too. Then uh, got spun out. Yeah, Truex got right. 52. Yep, had another old, spin uh, before that, yeah, by the way, which got, is yeah. of six... Of seven road courses, he wrecked at six of them. It's a rough... It's the a only rough one he didn't crash at was... Somehow Sinatra. somehow he survived and made the round of eight. Yeah, yeah, I was like, how the heck? Um, How do we have three Penske cars in the round of eight? It's beyond me. Hendrick has the least amount of cars. Yeah. But, yeah, Larson wins. Um, Reddick, second. Byron was looking for a third. And uh, oh, he yeah. got a little too carried away. He done spun out. <laughs> and he put it in the barrier. <laughs> yeah. And finished oh, 11 yeah. still. I was the... Wait, no. Was that the caution? Uh... No, no. They got kept it green because he's way off track. there was another one. No, that was it. But that was it? Yep. Last eight laps were green. Okay. Kyle Larson they, they wins. I looked the other again. way for him, too. Um, Busher got... What's that? NASCAR. Oh, Busher got third, by the way. For the 24 card when he hit the wall. No caution. We're staying green. Well, now that one, that one is okay. Yeah, that was, that was fine. He got rolling. Simple as that. Magda Benedetto top 10, by the way. How about that? Jay? It won't matter. I mean, yeah, Karma's right, but it was nice to see him be competitive. Suarez, 13th. Well, actually, I guess not really competitive, just a really good strategy worked out. Was survival is what he not even a win can save Matty D at this point. He's still looking for teams. We already got people look, looking for him. I mean, there he's was, got um, something. 
there was news about him today. He should have something next year. Yeah. Uh, there was news about Benedetto apparently having offers in all three series. So uh, we'll see what happens. Letitia and something else in that area too. Can't remember what the other one was. Uh, also, did you? Are we just gonna jump into like silly season stuff? Um. Well, well before we do, before we do, just real quick. The round of eight, Kyle Larson, P1. 42 points above the cut line. 18 points hey, shy hey, of a hey, whole hey, race wait, hey, wait, 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 wait. I do want to point out, going into Martinsville last season, Kevin Harvick had a 42-point lead over the cutoff. Well, here's my thing. I think Larson's going to have a whole race by the end of Kansas. He's either yeah, going to win. I think he either wins one of them or he has over 16, 60 points to the good, which I don't think we've ever seen time. someone mathematically lock themselves Drex. in on points. Drex. Oh. Drex did in before, before the cutoff? Yeah, he did. Okay, never mind. Um, he locked himself in on points. But after Kyle Larson, it's just anything goes. Oh, it is close, and I like it. Hopefully Hamlin. I think Hamlin. Only way Larson can get out of can get out of the playoffs is a, a park malfunction like her. Kevin like Harvick, Harry. Martinsville. You'll need you'll need more than one. <laughs> and a lot of wrecks. <laughs> Ryan Blaney is in by one point, but I don't think he's ready no. yet to fight for a final war. I think he'll have some meltdown at some point. I think it's really between six drivers, to be honest. Elliot. Brad. Brad's been doing pretty Brad ain't gonna like, do anything. I'm saying no. maybe. It's a maybe. No. Not a chance. We're going to Texas. He was good at Texas, man. Don't count him out there, bro. Then, if you just manage to get the Brad lead, K ain't nobody in 20, passing. Brad K in 2021. I know. He was bad at the start. And now look. He's still in the playoffs somehow. He won one race. I forget where. Yeah. He led one lap at Talladega. Oh, oh boy. That was his oh, yeah. only win. That's right. Man. Let's see. Let's look at the first. Oh, wait. That's right. Everything it was the all-star race. On a completely different package. Who cares what happened at the all-star race? So we'll see uh, who can make it. Next race is Texas. So ain't nobody passing there. Uh, kill me. Just get the lead. Don't matter who you are. If you're in the round of eight, if you're one of the round of eight drivers, do whatever you can to get to the lead in the final, you know, run. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So we'll see what happens there. Um, Matt, you mentioned some off-season stuff. Yeah. I don't remember hearing anything, so you need to fill me in. Uh, so 23XI, apparently you are. They said they had a charter? Oh, yeah, yeah. They don't. No, 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 no. Not, not Hold up. Furniture, Wait a minute. Furniture, furniture, not furniture row. Uh, front row motorsports was like, nah, dog. Scratch that. <laughs> no, 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 no charger for you. Oh, goodbye. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen there. But uh, Kurt Busch's Kurt Busch fan base is in shambles. Everything <laughs> going downhill from here, boys. I mean, the car should be fast enough to qualify, right? Yeah. Good. Daytona's gonna be the only hurdle. In theory. Um, how many cars are we even going to have next year? Because we have like 17 new teams. <sighs> oh, a yeah. Lot. By the way, a new team got announced. Yeah, that's 2017. Yeah, that, that's the car number. It's... um. 27. I forget what it's called. And GMS is in now. 
It's a European yeah. team, though. Yeah, that, you know, that got announced, too. Not, Ty Dillon. Did we Dillon. talk about that last week? I thought we did. No. Oh. No, that was this week. That came okay. Out. Yeah, I got announced like Thursday. They literally Friday. went to testing right after that announcement. Yeah, yeah Ty Dillon to GMS. Very cool. Um, the whole time. Another new team. And then, yeah, the, the 27 team. I forget what it's called. Like I said, it starts with an H. Ja the Rayon Brothers Racing are involved. Jacques Villeneuve oh, was like testing their thing. An Arca driver? Uh, uh, Euro. Euro series. Uh, so, he's got road coursing. Okay. Well, they have a fair share of ovals, even in the Euro stuff. Mm. Fascinating, by the way. They, uh, they've done rain races on ovals in the Euro series. But it was on a flatter oval. So, it kind of worked. Um... But yeah, we'll see how that team does. I don't expect much out of them. They're only doing a select schedule. But then you got GMS. You got the, the second 2311 car. You got the second Trackhouse car. But obviously, we're losing Ganassi, so there's two slots open right there. So they goes to Trackhouse. Starcom apparently is not leaving. But the charter is probably going away. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if they're going to make it into the races anyways. Uh, yeah. Well, that's... I mean, their lap times... Are they better than Ric Flair. Ric Flair is going to be with SHR for next season. Or I heard yeah, a rumor, by the way. With Riley, yeah, heard, only two cars, thank goodness. Y'all hear about Riley Herbst? Dude, oh my god. If it's true, actually just end me. Well, I heard one to the front row. This man, this man is literally falling upwards. Why? Why? This guy actually might be in Cup next year. And help. How? How? How is this even possible? He ain't even that good. Has he I'm gone terrible. No. He's terrible. Get him out of here. Stay in. Go down to the trucks. I mean, Alfredo didn't do anything, and he got a Cup ride. Yeah, look what happened to him. Where is he going to be going next year? Uh, who cares? Um... Front row? Oh, at testing? No. <laughs> there, yeah, so testing, by the way, was uh, at the Roval. Cars, some of those cars were looking slick, okay? 2311 car, good. the 23 was beautiful. The 99 was beautiful. At the last corner, great time. Yeah, I saw Denny wreck that thing. Um, yeah, Bubba, by the way. Yeah, you see the tweets. Everyone's like, Bubba yeah, everyone sucks. And it's like, Denny Hamlin's driving that car, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, um, just a thing I just, I'm just looking at Reddit, just, just a lot of things popping up, uh, that rumor about Tony Stewart from yesterday, if you guys Oh, saw. he's making like an NH NHRA team or something. Yeah. Cool. Not surprising, considering his future wife is a NHRA driver. Will she yeah. drive for his team? Probably. Probably. What a romantic story. That could be a movie. You know what? Get me to Hollywood. We'll make a movie on that. Oh, good luck Isn't the chain, aren't, aren't the chain smokers already doing that? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I, I cannot wait to watch that movie. A NASCAR yeah. rom-com. Oh, boy. Oh, no. But uh, let's get back to testing. Actually, disappointing, yep. by the way. They confirmed TCS4 is not coming until next year. And I was like, dang. Um, Wasn't Penske 1, 2, 3? Or 1, 2 on the boards? Testing on day one. 
Uh, don't take too much into the lap times because they are counting lap times that were cutting last chicane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't counting Chase Briscoe or any of them. Chase Briscoe no, was pretty. So no, Chase was pretty quick. Chase Briscoe was um talking about the car on Reddit because he uses Reddit a lot, and he was saying the f one thing that was being said. The rumor was like. Once these cars slide, you can't do anything about it, right? Yeah, you see them just go right around. Yeah, that, that, that's what Briscoe trouble. said. That, that's what Briscoe said. Yeah, it's like, if you start sliding, it's over. As you could see, if you were watching testing from Ricky Stenhouse showing us that you can't save it. Um, so that'll be interesting. They said, like, you can push harder, but that limit just comes up on you, and that's it. Catches you quick. Um, there was some nice onboards. Trackhouse had one with Suarez, and like yeah. I saw people being like, "Oh yes, cars are hard to drive." Check mark. I'm like, "They're hard to drive right now on a road course in the Gen Six. What are you even talking about?" Mm -hmm. I'm like oh. this is not a big deal here. This is already what we have. We forgot to mention Chrome is coming back to NASCAR. Yeah, too, uh, they said there was going to be certain limitations around it. Yeah. But it, they just like certain circumstances, yeah. Chrome will be. I wonder if Trackhouse is gonna use Chrome. Oh, yeah, they're off. Yeah, I think the twenty one. The, the look at their car for testing. It was. Glorious. Oh, it's beautiful. Twenty one had some Chrome on their number two, right? I think I'm driving a Trackhouse yep. car. I'm so happy. Um, yeah, no, the some of the cars. That's what that's what I was paying attention to was the, the test paint schemes. I didn't care about the actual product. I thought the. There's nothing to really say about it. They right? go up to five awesome. gears yeah. and they're like, like there's mean, nothing really to say. Just the car sounds so good though. That's the main thing yeah. that I take away from all of it. Um, it also, so good. also NASCAR is casually dropping the aero their aero package for next year. Yeah, six hundred fifty horsepower for six seventy. Oh, six seventy? I thought it was six fifty. No, six seventy for short tracks and um. Oh. I don't think uh, it'll make much of a difference with the 670. I mean, they're already running fat. They're running faster with 670 at the Roval than they were with 750. So that's just saying how fast these things are around turns. They are rockets. It's not the actual number 670 that I'm upset with because, yeah, I, I also agree. I don't think it's going to make much, that much of a difference. It's just the fact that they're still going down that I don't like. I'm on your horsepower at super speedways. It attracts manufacturers, Jay. We still haven't gotten one yet. Yeah, I was gonna say, you know, I mean, <laughs> hasn't hasn't really. He's been doing this for what, four years. Anything. Yeah. Say they were hotter on the inside of the cars. Now, How many times are they gonna tell yeah. us, by the way, so, that we got that, 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 that's been the I think that's been the main story with the next gen car is that they're basically that's microwave ovens, yeah, microwave ovens. Yeah, like, their second exhaust pipe coming out of the driver's side. Well, it's also because it goes right under the entire car. Yeah, I know. But they're but, they're um, finding ways to work around it. Yeah, so they did they move the exhaust up closer to the front, and then they've been mm -hmm. adding vents. And yeah, Reddick Red said the vents were really helpful. Make one giant vent, like take the window out. We don't need it. No, the the vents on the front of the windshield. Oh, yeah. But they have to. They would have to do testing and make sure it would be safe and stuff. Don't want yeah. debris flying in there. Yeah. Like a spring um, hitting you in the helmet, Felipe Massa style yeah. or something. Yeah, and there, there really wasn't... Honestly, there's nothing really to take from testing, to be honest, right? Other uh, than that's... cars on track. Some of the cars look cool. 
You know what? Yeah. The Toyota is starting to like be my top car. Like the, the Camaro. The front end is so good. The Camaro is not doing it for me. The front, the, the, the lights are too the large. The Camaro made it wider, and that, that's not cool. Well, that's the cars what, just look wide. I don't like they how wide. wide they look. That's I don't like think it's the look. They're literally just that They, they are wider. Um, I don't look like how wide the they are. Camaro this year and just stretch. Just like, like the Toyota, for instance, okay? Mm -hmm. If you just put a wide Snapchat filter on the current Toyota, that's what the next-gen Toyota is. <laughs> No way, um, right. But it looks better though. Yeah. There's uh, there's one the consistent so angle good. with all three of these cars that I don't like the cars from, and that's from the rear end. But from like the front and the side, especially the side, these cars are hot. I just wish they're like CO. I just feel like the 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 width of the Camaro's front lights are just they're too wide. Yeah. yeah, and I'm just like, oh, we gotta like, we gotta tighten that up, make it a little bit more narrow. They were. It, it doesn't look as like mean wide, that way. That'd be nice. Yeah. Um, they will never go back. So, and also, just another thing about NASCAR. Um, two things actually. The uh, looking at 2024 for uh, a, a hybrid engine. How about the electric uh, exhibition series? Yeah, Steve Phelps finally confirmed they are actually looking into it, so it's not a rumor if they, anymore. If they go hybrid, I ain't watching NASCAR again. Wait. Yeah. If they go yeah. hybrid, that's what gets us our horsepower back, probably. At the yeah, end of the day, you're right. You're right. every motorsport has to adapt. And now it's actually it's actually called in getting into the 21st century. Actually, that's actually what it's we called. we get our speeds back if they go hybrid. 2024 can't yeah. get here fast enough. Or 23. People don't, that's what people don't actually understand. They're like, oh my god, electricity! <laughs> when hybrid engines are in pretty much every single car nowadays. Yeah, yeah standard. You're gonna, those, you're gonna have those boomers be like, back in my day, they had 900 horsepower, we blew engines every 25 laps. <laughs> they're extremely efficient, and it's also how we get the speed back in the sport. Do I still want 900 horsepower screaming down the straightaways? Yes! But would I take just having the speeds back with a hybrid engine? Yes. I don't care. Hold on. Give me the speed back. Who it doesn't cares? matter how we Who get cares? to it. Who cares? Who cares if there's what? electrical components? What if they go fast. What if they like what we're seeing with this new pack racing package and don't want to add God, the speed no. back? Ugh, shut up. Sh shut up. I think the most iconic they, line from this are, generation is going... we like what we're seeing. We like what we're seeing. Like they're gonna like what they're. Oh god! And I haven't also, liked what I've uh, seen since 2014. Well, if truly, honestly, if NASCAR's reasoning for doing this is because they want to attract more many, uh, more engine manufacturers, then they should be able to put the horsepower back in the car within a more efficient way, or the speed back in the car in a more efficient way with doing the hybrid engine. So there should be no reason for NASCAR to be like, okay, we're staying with the pack racing if they're going hybrid. Well, I think that they care more about entertainment than high horsepower. I don't think NASCAR actually thinks that the racing is good. I think that they're still just dead set on we're trying to get new manufacturers into the sport, and it hasn't worked yet. I, I could be extremely wrong, but I think that they're I mean, dead I mean, set a part on that. Of, a part of it could be the next-gen car, right? Like, they're waiting for next-gen, and then after... 
Because they said they, the rumor is, is that there is a fourth one ready to go. They're just waiting for next gen. 2023, baby. Right. Maybe. Or 24, right? Yeah. Well, like, Honda what, or and, something. And like, and, yeah, like, let's say it is Honda. Right? That's where it is. It's not like they're going to be... like. Let's say Honda got announced, like, next week. It'd be like, it might be 2023. Hell, it could be even 2024 before they're here. Never For all we know, NASCAR has designed this car to be able to to race with high horsepower in a couple of years, but for now they're also trying to make it work the best they can while we're still going to be with low horsepower. And then in a couple of years we'll get back to how we want it to be with high horsepower, high downforce. That mm-hmm. is the ultimate best combination. That is what NASCAR needs to stick with. For the love of God, if you want to listen to the fans on anything, listen to that, please. High horsepower, high downforce. Perfect combo. Not low downforce. Because then they get too spread out, and that's just as boring, okay? Please just go back and look at 2014 and 2015. Well, no, 15. 15, they started pulling horsepower back, remember? And then it started going downhill. But it was still better than what we have now. Yes. And it was 14, the high horsepower, high downforce combination was for most pinnacle. of 2015. And there were still bad races on that package. There's going to be bad races no matter what, but it produces overall just much better racing. Exactly. Um, Anyways, that, that's my rant over for it. <laughs> Next Gen, save us. That's all we got. Um, yeah. We, and then, and then oh, go ahead. Steve Phelps was also saying about how 2023 schedule is going to be wo- way different. Yeah, Jay was telling me about that last night. And, 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 and also, Steve Phelps also said, the NASCAR-owned tracks, if it doesn't make sense to go to one of our tracks twice, we'll only go once. Or if we go once now and it doesn't make sense to go at all, we'll leave. We Get have out to of here, Texas. Sport. Which is something they that They don't I... own Texas, unfortunately. Dang it. Wait, they don't own Texas? Wait, what? Jay lied to me. You no, they 100% do. Ruin Smith owns that track, not NASCAR. It's part of SMI. Yeah, they don't own SMI. Yes, they do. NASCAR does not own the motor speedway tracks. You've got it the other way around, Jay. No, oh, they... Why? Okay. You've got it 100%. I'll tell you... I'll tell oh, you no. No, Matt's right, Jay. I'm, I just looked it up. Since when? It's all owned by. I know they've always owned ISC, but there was also them buying the majority of SMI a couple years ago. You can find that one because that was NASCAR was working. Yeah, you can find that one because that's news to me. NASCAR owns ISC. Yes, they've always owned ISC. Not SMI. Wrong one. It was it was literally a couple years ago where they bought the majority of SMI. They do uh, not. Let me look real. Let me look real quick, just to see if we oh, can uh, debunk this. Let's see. Bruton Smith is the founder and CEO. Marcus Smith is the president and CCO. Uh, in 2019, uh, SMI has become a privately owned thing by a privately owned company with no presence on the New York Stock Exchange. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, it doesn't say anything about NASCAR ownership. 
I'll have to look it up and find it. It says the deal came as International Speedway Corp, which NASCAR owns, was in the process of reaching an agreement to have its outstanding shares sold to NASCAR. Uh, the France family owns both ISC and NASCAR, uh, but that's it. So yeah, I don't know. Uh, either way, Jason's shambles. And then go down here. Oh, boys. Um, but yeah, no schedule shakeups in 2023. I mean, is welcomed by me. Still, I would like to see a street course come in. Just try it. Chicago incoming. And uh, yeah, we'll see what happens there. Was there any more other off-season stuff to talk about? Who cares? <laughs> All right. So we have NASCAR 21 to talk about, but we're going to save that. Because uh, we'll save the gaming section right before the end. Um, we'll talk about some Formula 1. We are we are at a hour and it's 10 a long minutes. One. Yes. It's a long one. Deal so with we had at this Formula point. <laughs> 1 at Turkey. Um, usually, you know, a lot of the time now, the F1 race blows the NASCAR race away, but not this time around. Um, it wasn't an awful race. It no, was it wasn't just... a bad race. It just it wasn't like... Wild. It was a race. It, it was a race. It was solid. You know, I wasn't bored. I didn't get to watch all yeah. of it, obviously. But I, yeah, it, it wasn't, wasn't a boring, boring race. But it wasn't crazy, you know, like where I was at the edge of my seat. I know my tires. Mono. I mean, it kept you, it, it kept you interested time. just because of the strategies and conditions. Fernando spun on the start. It was intermediate tire conditions Pierre's the whole race. Hit up. That was so ridiculous for Pierre. Getting five seconds for that? Yeah, I was like, that was ridiculous. He was three ro- three wide. What was he supposed to do? Yeah. Oh, how about by the way, Fernando ripping the FIA earlier in the week. <laughs> loved it. Absolutely loved it. I don't know if all of you guys saw that. I know Jay. I mentioned it to him. Yeah, I I saw a little bit of it. Matt, did you see it? No, but I can imagine. Um, well, it was based off of his Russia start and how he got oh, away. Oh yeah, yeah, I saw it. I saw it. Yeah, I thought that was funny because um, he had a point. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, no, he he got took taken out by Gasly. Gasly got a way too harsh of a penalty. He got two penalty points for that too, which is I'm like ridiculous. fascinating. And was there any other accidents in this race? Um, other than Vettel, you know, slipping and sliding uh, around. We had Fernando, like, life. literally the same lap taking out Oh, Schumacher. yeah, Schumacher. <laughs> and then there's that picture after the race, him hugging him. And he's like, you look at Alonso, you look at Alonso's eyes, and he's like, I just killed a man. <laughs> he had the Brazil 2012 eyes. He had that same look. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, yeah. no. He's devastated. Uh, but, well, Hamilton had his 10th place grid penalty. Yeah, started in 11th. And Verstappen was second, and Bottas was first. Bottas won, by the way. I couldn't believe it. Could not believe it. Yeah, I, I, could, I, couldn't, I, was, I couldn't believe it. I was like, it. there's no way the he's condi- winning this race still. I was like, there's no way. There, it, the conditions are semi-wet. He's so bad in the wet. And it, that's scream is Max Verstappen. Yeah. Well, you want to something? 
it's not too surprising because Botas sometimes does does this, right? He just has this. He just shows he, up he, and he just, just pops and up and he kicks every. It's like that Australia race where he just like literally just like one by like twenty seconds. You're just like, oh my, what would he do? Like imagine if he had that every week. Yeah. What could have been for Valtteri? Um. Since he announced he was leaving, by the way, he scored the most points out of anybody. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, he won. Verstappen was second, Perez was third. But the most exciting part was the strategy going on and Ocon no, the with Perez, the whole race. Perez and Hamilton fighting. Yeah, that, that was that, good. That was good. Perez like, put his life on the line right there to keep yeah. Hamilton behind. Hamilton shoves his man into, into the pit the lane. And he had to go around that little commitment cone. Yeah. And Perez was like, don't mind me. I'm still here, baby. <laughs> He's like, it, it ain't over yet, honey. That was about uh, the best battle we've seen this whole race, and that was it. That was, yeah, I mean, that's how F1 is. The ba- the battles don't happen often, but when they do... They're <laughs> iconic. Um, Yeah, Perez ended up staying out in front of Hamilton and beat him. And Hamilton had a whole disaster unfold. This, I don't know why I thought it would be a great idea to pit I don't think it matters. I think he finishes fifth no matter what he does. Yeah, because if he he was fall, you got you got you got to think of it like this. You saw far Perez drove away at the end there, and Leclerc was already catching him by like a second a lap. There's no way. I don't. I think Lewis finishes fifth either way. I I think it wouldn't have worked anyway. So they ended up giving up a few precious points that yeah. could count later in the year. Hamilton was not okay, happy about it. Back next week. He was pretty vocal. Yeah, but I'm sure after they look at all the strategy, they're like, well, I guess it doesn't really matter in the end. Uh, Sebastian Vettel put on a medium tire on a wet track. Bad <laughs> idea. I'm like, right on, he didn't even make it out of pit road. Vettel, Vettel, not the, not the, uh, not the best. Big brain here. <laughs> Vettel, Vettel really went big brain time. Yeah, I, I mean, it was like he did the same thing as Lando in Russia, you know, made, he was just like, I want this. This is the right way to go. It was the wrong way to go. Absolutely the wrong way to go. Jesus. Unfortunate, because he was having a decent run. Um, it's kind of been place, maybe. a very up and down season for him so far. He's had a couple really high highs. And then he's had some races like this, and was just like, "Oh God!" Oh no! But overall, yeah. he still has better pace than he had at Ferrari, even on a rough day from last year. So, um, that's at least good to see. Although he finished podium at Turkey last year, so the only the last podium so far of his career. Um, he got two podium. He got one podium this year. That's right. I, you know what? I'm an idiot. I'm a complete should, moron. I ordered too. that diecast, by the way. Um. Technically, you should have two. In my heart, it is two. So, Hungary is a hundred percent a podium, but Verstappen is leading the points again. It keeps. I mean, if it makes you, forth. if it makes you feel better, Vettel has more points now already than he did last year. In well, less races, um, Verstappen is ahead by four or six points, six points ahead yeah. of Hamilton. And then we go to Coda. Where it'll go back to like four points in favor of Lewis. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, I don't know. Mercedes just, looks fast, man. Perfect. I think yeah, it might they be were track. good. I, um, I, it might still be just track to track, and we're just in Merck tracks right now. 
perfect case scenario is we go to Abu Dhabi and it's a situation where whoever finishes better wins. Yeah. Um, that would require six points. Imagine if it comes down to who gets fastest lap. Oh, no. Oh, boy. That would be interesting. I mean, at the end of the year, the fastest lap count might matter. Yeah. So that's going to be interesting. Because I think if it if that affects the championship, that could, I mean, change people's mindset in years to come with, with the whole fastest lap situation and if you're battling for a title. So, so let's, let's say this for reference. Lewis has four fastest laps. Max also has four. Ah, they're tied. So it literally means nothing for now. With uh, still a one, two, three, four, five, six. Six. Maybe five of Saudi Arabia is not built in time. Oh, it will be built in time. There might be bodies lost. And human life will make it happen. Destroyed. Full bodies. No, but Saudi Arabia make it happen. Man, you look at the last three races of the season. Oh. There's not a lot <laughs> of there's not tracks. a lot of human rights there. Okay. No, and those are three awful tracks. It's gonna be a weird end of the year. Yeah. Remember when uh, Brazil was the finale? Now it's like we still got three races after Brazil. Yeah, that's crazy. And they're talking at twenty three. We're talking a 23 race schedule for 2023 or something, or 2022? 22. Yeah. 22. And there was a big deal about that. It was supposed to come out this week. It'll the be schedule. out tomorrow, probably. Knowing our podcasting. Yeah, uh, Qatar. <laughs> they were like, you know what? Contract. You can come in and do a sub-race, and then we'll just sign you to a 10-year deal without ever even having a race here yet. Did you see what they're actually doing? No. They're actually going to build a different track. And it oh. might be a street course. Really? Crazy. Yeah, it's, it's... I'm like, are you insane? How do these countries even have that money? Oil. I don't understand how... You're right. <laughs> That's what it is over there, right? They got a lot of oils. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, just... I don't know about uh, Cutter, but... Yeah, who cares? Um, Remember when Brazil wanted to cut another forest down about another track? And I'm like, we already got a perfect one here. You got one of the best tracks in F1. Yeah. They're like, you know what? Let's just take out the forest. Let's ruin it. And build another one. And it looked awful. I guess. The layout looked awful. Um, All I'm saying is what I'm also looking forward to, other than the championship battle over the last three races of the year, I'm most looking forward to <laughs> oh, Lewis God. Hamilton and Sebastian oh. Vettel's presence. And Alonzo. And Fernando Alonzo. I want to step in even gotten paid their, back on their shirts. Tracks. You don't pay people back in F1 really. Oh. Aww. There was one moment way back in like the 80s. With, uh, who was it? Senna and Pros, maybe? Yeah. Where they wrecked each other on purpose. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's the F1 news we got. So we'll see. Uh, no race this weekend. Back next weekend for the United States GP. So that will be a fascinating one to watch. We'll give our never mind. We'll give our predictions next week. That's right. So um, now we have NASCAR 21 news to talk about before we 
jump into the conclusion of this week's episode. So, two things. We'll talk about the one that was um, not as big, and that came out literally minutes before we started this at 8. A paint booth preview. So, reminded me a lot of the NASCAR 15 paint booth from what I saw, which is based off the way they talked about it, was exactly what I expected. And it looks very good, very accessible, a lot of creativity, a lot of customizing options. So it looks I mean, good. Yeah, it's got something a lot of legit sponsors on there actually, like M&Ms and Mother Yoda sponsorships are on. But can we create? Is there an option where we can create our own logos and sponsors and stuff? That's the part that I'm hoping for. Good luck with that. Because <laughs> remember, there was a thing called brushes, and you could go in and create your own brush. Or you could make your own custom number, custom logos, all that good stuff. Yeah. Um, hopefully that is present. Oh, just yeah. pray on that one. Okay. Wasn't much you won't to find go out off until of. October 26th. Yep. And then last week, I think it was Friday. Oh, around there, yeah. They had Roval gameplay come out. Oh, yeah. Exactly what we thought it was going to be one lap around the roval. We already knew that's what it was going to be. But the bad news was it was on the replay and not actual gameplay. Yeah. It's it's bizarre, man. Like I don't know what they're doing. I will say the I I already I, I don't know how many times I've said this, but graphics look phenomenal. Sounds were solid. The player. Handling model physics good. looked good. Looked AI's fun to need, drive. They need to work on AIs. AI looked. We're literally following each other's lines. Yeah. And I dogged on it, but at the, the same time, I was like, you know what? That really doesn't look any different from NASCAR Heat at road courses. And you got a good point there. Like even they do jittery stuff. So I'm like, okay, but... maybe it's not bad, but at the same time, like, come on, we know you can. You we know you can make something better than that. So, I also hope they were not showcasing the maximum AI difficulty. I really hope not. Because, like, whoever was driving went through the bus stop not even great. They just got through there decently, and he closed right up to the back of Hamlin. And I'm like, oh, God. It actually looks like, honestly, I wonder what it looked like. It looks like Hamlin makes a mistake. That's what I thought. That's what I thought, too, because the guy in front of him drove away from him, too. Ah. Yeah, that's that's what it looked like to me. It looked like Hamlin made a mistake. So they got mistake flaws in the AI now? Hopefully. Are they going to make them really hope, scripted like F1? Right. You know or those he... F1 2021 ones where they just toggle up max throttle and go around? Well, the F121, like everything's literally scripted. Yeah, I don't mind it though. I'm just like, whatever. I um, don't either. I don't either. Because you still don't know it's coming. You still don't yeah. know when it's coming or if it's coming. Sometimes it doesn't even happen. So, yeah, but only, NASCAR Heat an issue then if you restart. And at yeah, that point it's like you know. On NASCAR Heat, it's pretty like you know. You're just like, all right, it's coming like right around this area of the race. Yeah, all the time. Now there is the uh, occasional race where it ends up going green the whole time. I had that in my race I recorded today, and I was like, what the heck just happened? But um, um, yeah, I mean. We're just going to keep saying about their um, marketing. It's bizarre. It is. You know, uh, at the same time, but what I got from that video was 
I'm excited to drive at a road course on NASCAR 21. Yeah. Same, actually. I'm taking it to Daytona right away on the road course and just ripping it around there. I honestly forgot that I was in the game. I forgot, too. I yeah, forgot in there, too. It only be in there for a year. Gary and Chambers. Well, what they should do is I think they should keep all the tracks Yeah. for upcoming games as well. Even if they go away from the schedule, just introduce them as a fantasy track. Not that hard. Agreed. Yeah. Um, I wonder with NASCAR, I wonder if the tracks are a licensing issue like it is for F1 or if it doesn't really matter. I mean, for Daytona, I guess it probably specifically wouldn't really matter because you're just using the infield infield portion of the track that you're already going to. But like maybe a Chicago would be an an issue or a Kentucky would be an issue. Auto Club. Auto Club. But Daytona, I I don't see how they wouldn't be able to do it. Yeah. And I, I please, please, I don't want to lose that track. Daytona Road Course is probably one of my favorite road courses uh, out of like anything ever. Second favorite track on the planet behind so uh Singapore and then Hockenheim is third. It brings up there for me. On track. Um but yeah, I mean overall the gameplay looked solid. So it built my hope more than it killed it at least. It just made me worry about the AIs more. Yeah, that I was like that re- made me worry. At first, like I said, I was really concerned, but then I thought back, I was like, well, Heat 5 is the exact same way, and I was like, okay, it might not be the end of the world. So it's just all about the oval AI at this point. The AI like, didn't make that huge of a mistake, like Jesus. I just, I know, I'm just nervous about the... Two wheels in turn two? I'm just nervous, it's like, we, they're just hiding stuff, right? It's yeah. Like, uh, hiding stuff we, don't we don't know. know about. We, we haven't seen a single screenshot of career mode we've had like little things come out like okay you cannot have a custom team uh there's contract negotiations with crash clauses um but the thing is is we we know everything we know about this game is basically we've known since day one yeah specific drivers retire but we don't know how the career mode goes at all we don't know if there's a season mode in the game there's not a season mode there you have it. So there goes one of my series ideas out the window already. Um, we still don't know if private lobbies are a thing or not because someone said, I played the game at Talladega and private lobbies are in the game. And then Motorsport Games on Instagram says, well... We don't... They may or may not be. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> who's who's telling again, the truth? The fact, the, fact, the fact we're even having this conversation, something is horribly wrong. Something is very wrong here. We are two weeks, pretty much. And still Less no than two weeks. Player gameplay either. 13 days, actually. 13 bad. days. I know, I know. Why are you... Know, we don't even have gameplay. Actual, like, raw gameplay? I know. Yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> we need gameplay here, or we can't until if it's... If anything is... Happening or not? Um, but that's pretty much all we had from that. Yeah. And, and then, I don't. Uh, F1 added, added Imola. Oh, bit. yeah. F1 Imola Red Bull livery. Yeah. How's that work in the game? Has anyone played it? Okay. 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 So the Red Bull livery is only limited time. It, so okay. you are forced to have the white one right for now. Ah. The, I'm guessing. I'm guessing the next like patch in a month will make it. Back to the normal. So it's too complicated yeah. to add an option to switch scheme? <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, 
I bet you it's I, not a complication thing. It's probably a, we're not allowing you to do this for more than this amount of time. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. Um, done some laps in Imola. I love Imola. Now. Have you done laps on it? I haven't even updated it. Okay, I I'm gonna say it right now. I think this is gonna be one of the highest skill cap tracks. Like it is a very like precise. That, you have to nail yeah, it. You have to yeah, nail like, this thing. Like you, if you go too slow, you're going to crash. Because you want to because the curve, like you, you know, like turn one, two, and three is that left, right, left. Yeah. If you go, they have like freaking turtles. So if you go too slow, you cut the corner, you hit a turtle, you lose control. If you go too fast, you overshoot the turn and you go off track. I was gonna say the the, the way the corners are designed oh, there, there is oh my it God. is so easy to screw each corner up and run right off the track. Yeah, based I off like, of, I, like I've run there fifty times on like project cars, Assetto Corsa, and like every time I still screw something up there. I'm like thinking like a league race when we get eventually go. I'm like I have no idea how we're gonna survive like. 20-odd laps of this. Even a, a a GT car is what I used to run there in other games. Even that's challenging. Imagine F1 car is faster it's, and way more technical. Yeah, and like you are... You can't underdrive the track or you're really going to mess up. And you can't overdrive it. And the perfect speed is so narrow. And the track's super narrow, too. It's the almost line, the like line a Monaco. Is, Kind of, yes. You have to be pretty much perfect. It's tough. It's really tough. And I it's a brutal, it's brutal. And um Yeah. I'll leave it yeah, at no. that, but um I'll have fun. to update the game and get on there once I get to recording career mode again. Yeah. After I edit my next spa video. So um but yeah, no, I can't wait to try that and yeah, we'll be getting uh, Saudi Arabia next month. Yeah. I wonder what that's going to look like in the game, considering it ain't even done. Who cares? Are they going to have like, in a the nice game in real life? Yeah, probably. <laughs> oh, you know how unfinished that thing is going to look like in real life? Yeah. It's, it's going to be, be like, Korea. it's ready, just go. The track surface is there, that's all that matters. The grandstand will just be lawn chairs. It's like we're ready. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was our gaming news. NASCAR twenty one, F one twenty twenty one. Um, that leads us into the conclusion portion. This weekend oh, we have Texas. No. There's four of us here today, so we don't need a number one through three generator. We need a one through four generator. And I don't delete let's... this track from existence. Please. I want the old Texas back. I'm gonna be number one. Jay is gonna be number two in his supreme like Star Wars Mars Rover looking thing or whatever that's supposed to Mars be. Mars Rover, yep. <laughs> Road Star Wars. R2 D2 looking thing, whatever it is. Not even close. Robot dude from Star Wars looking thing. Oh, okay. Mm. Matt will be number three. Connor will be number four. So we are going to hit generate. Yeah, of course. Jay gets the first pick. Uh -huh. Kyle Larson. 
Any input, like in, any like reasoning to pick that? Uh, he's Kyle Larson. <laughs> okay, all right. All right, get a pass that, on that. That's like that's like all the reason you need. Yeah. All right. Next number is a. Oh, Jay gets to pick again. Oh wait, no. What? Oh, oh, I got another. I'm getting twos like crazy. You know what? We're just gonna go to a new one. And get a random number generator between one and four again. There we go. Okay. Three, two, one, go. Oh, I hate to tell you guys, but it was a number one. <laughs> oh. Okay. Uh, Denny Hamlin. God. Because it's Denny Hamlin. So now it's between Matt and Connor. Heck. <laughs> yeah, we got a four. <laughs> Dang it. The guy that's, that's, that's you. That's you, Connor. Oh, God. End it, Chase. At an oval? Well. Yeah. I respect it. I respect it. I got. Uh, Y'all took the good ones. I'm picking somebody else. <laughs> All right. Uh, Matt, who do you think? Oh, uh, God. Uh, Blaney. It was good there last. You know what? His team knows how to find a way to put him out in front. Yeah. If he gets out there, they ain't passing him. But they did at Michigan. Um, I I think. And Atlanta, with help of front. From yeah, the twenty-two was like, hey. <laughs> You know, at this point, I'm happy because Larson would have had eight wins now if that wasn't for that. And even more points heading into this round. And, you know, if all those cautions didn't happen in Kansas, he would have had nine wins. And then, uh, how many other races did he throw away? Uh, there's at least three or four of them. Yeah. Uh, that dude could be at 10 plus wins right now. I guess his team. There's always family. a guy like that, though, every year. You know, it's like, oh, imagine if he won this race, this race, and that race. Except That's he racing. still won a ton at the same time. I mean, Harvard could have won a lot more and Hamlin last year, so. Yeah, that's true. So. Pretty much like any driver, you can say that for any driver, and not one any driver, but a majority of the drivers in the field could have won so and so race if, so, if such and such happened. Uh, but then it's the times that you're lucky enough and, and you make all the other ones count like Larson has this year where he's still gotten seven wins. But still win ten. You just have to win. Pretty good. If he could win eleven. Off. Oh god, what a sight that would be. He won the next four. That'd be five straight huh? actually. <laughs> Imagine wins ten races and finishes fourth of the final four. Oh. Rex out of like uh, lap two of Phoenix. I can't remember a Nitro thing that happened with the truck series last season. <laughs> and then them went downhill real quick. <laughs> and then everybody would be like, this playoff system's stupid. He was going to win the championship. Well, actually, Denny Hamlin's still actually leading the, the format you want back. Points. So he, uh, he would be pulling a Mahu if that happened. Um, But I think that's all we got for this week. Yeah. We were going on. Yeah, we didn't actually go too far over, surprisingly. We spent the first whole hour and like 10 minutes. 
going on about um, NASCAR mm-hmm. right there. But it was fun. I enjoyed the rolls. Of course, there was their moments we talked about that we were. And now we're probably gonna have the worst race of the entire season. Oh. Yep. Woo. Uh, the was gonna be bad. Five hundred oh. miles. Woo. Oh. <laughs> All right. All right. That does it for us though this week. Um, if you guys enjoyed, as usual, you know what to do. We will talk to you guys next week after Texas. Will we have playoff drama to talk about? I hope so. But we'll have to just hope for the best. It's Texas we're talking about. So we'll see what happens. Um, we, we can hope for our two out of ten race. Yeah. Best case scenario right there. So Honestly. We will see you guys. Hey, they're using resin oh. this weekend. You never know. Oh, my God. A game changer, man. Oh, game changer. Well, that could be playoff changing. We could We could see four passes instead of one. In 334 laps. Yeah. Woohoo. Woo. All right. Oh, God. Why is that race so long, too? Dear God. Um, let's let's get this that? thing out of done and over with. All right, guys. We'll see you all next week. Um, and, yeah, have yourselves a brilliant night, evening, day, wherever you are, uh, or Must whatever be. time of day it yeah. is. See you guys next week. Have a good one.